Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daryl and Donna Barber. So glad that you're joining us today. Hope you got up feeling good and excited about what the Lord has prepared for you today. Uh, we're going to get right into the Word today. You don't have anything you need to announce, do you? Well, not right now. <laughs> we'll just kind of wait, but I'm, I'm really thankful. Uh, I, we did have some people that have been leaving some reviews, and thank you again for that. If you haven't left one, please do. We greatly appreciate it. But we've just now jumped off on this wonderful new study about the fruit of the Spirit and started laying a little groundwork yesterday. Yeah, and as we were reading that, uh, we started, of course, in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, and it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is. Mm-hmm. And then he lists all that. And what we got to talking about is why the but is there, <laughs> you know, because, you know, a lot of things were taking place leading up to this. So he was going to Really, he's bringing the answer here. He is. Is what he's doing. Uh, they were really a lot of fleshly things, carnal things. They were walking in. And uh, Judaizers had come in behind Paul, too, and tried to bring a mixture to what was being laid as a good foundation there with the church in Galatia. And and really, Paul went in and visited them. We talked about, I'm not going to reiterate all that, but he basically rebuked them. And said, why have you allowed yourself, you know, to be bewitched by these guys? Because how many of you uh, received the Spirit by the works of the law? Didn't you receive it by the hearing of faith? And having begun in the Spirit, are you now going to be made perfect by the flesh? Because you can't work and perform to become in right standing with God. It's a gift. It is. You know, and I I was just thinking there, when you were going back to Galatians 3, you know, he's making the point to say, you were doing great, but something came, somebody came in and has turned you back around again. You know, isn't that exactly the way we deal with things now? You know, everybody, I, let me tell you something right now, people. Everybody does not have your best interest at heart. I know that, that might be shocking, but you know, that I feel like this is exactly what the Apostle Paul is dealing with here with the Galatians. Because I don't think the Judaizers had their best interests at heart. And I think that they were seeing that they were having freedom. They were growing and being and living happy lives and not bound to this law. And of course, they're like, no, you got to get back under what we're under. We want, if we're going to be miserable, you're going to be miserable along with us. Well, their, their kingdom was, <laughs> their kingdom. was being torn down is what was taking place. And really the very heart of God was being manifested in Jesus Jesus even made a statement, you know, even before his resurrection. He said, you can believe me for the works, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yep. uh, or whatever. But, I mean, he the proof was in the pudding in what he was doing because yes. the blind were seeing, you know, the dumb were here, or speaking, the lame were walking. I mean, he was resurrection life with Lazarus. I mean, it was just one thing, one thing <clears> after, after another, another that yes. he was manifesting the very, <clears throat> excuse me, the very power in the life of God. So, you know, to me, that's what he's dealing with here. And Paul is really aggravated at them, but everything that's going on. Uh, we've not even got into that yet, but, you know, they get into areas of preaching. They needed to be circumcised and mm-hmm. keep the law of Moses. Paul gets pretty graphic with all that. He's, yes. you know, I mean, one statement, I'm going to paraphrase it, and I hope it don't <laughs> sound bad, but Paul said, if you think circumcision is going to make you holy, just go all the way and cut it all off. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, how come I knew you were going to go there? <laughs> well, that's not what does it for you. No, that's that's not what makes you holy. 
The only thing that makes us holy is the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of the things we quit doing or the things we started doing. It's because Jesus came into our life. And the very life of Christ will start flowing out of us yes, it will as we're led that. by his Spirit. Yes, it will develop that. And, you know, as we transition then from chapter 3 into chapter 4, but, you know, in the Galatians 5 is where we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. So I want to kind of look back at Galatians 5 and 1. Uh, why don't you read that in the King James, King Jimmy, as you call there it. You, you read King Jimmy, and I'm going to read the Passion. All right, Galatians 5 and 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Mm -hmm. Well, in the Passion it says, At last we have freedom. What's that song? At last. <laughs> <laughs> At last we have freedom, for Christ has set us free. Not our own works, nothing we've done. Christ set us free. And he says, we must always cherish this truth and firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. And I want to speak to anybody right now, and I know I've been, you know, doing a lot of ministry as of late. Anybody who has walked through areas of deliverance in your life, don't go back to the past. Don't let those things come and entangle you again from a freedom that you have found this only in Christ. And I love that he said that we must always cherish this truth and refuse to go back into the bondage that, of our past. And the yoke of bondage in this particular verse is actually speaking about them going back under the law. Yes. You know, or really not going back, but really going under the law because they were never under the law to start with. Mm -hmm. So, and then on the other side of that coin, is we can take it as an application in for our life today is is this. Uh, we don't we don't let the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ, the liberty that we have walking in him, let you know that carry us into places of sinfulness yes. that'll put us in bondage in our life because we just trade one bondage for another bondage. Well, no, and that's where that's really all of chapter five is about that. He he goes on down. And I know we were talking before we started the podcast today about Verse fourteen that you were reading there, and man, that just that just jumped off the page. Well, to me, that's the answer, and that's how everything is completed in it. He says in verse fourteen in Galatians five, he says, "For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this: Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself." Mm -hmm. And you know, I've said this for many years, but the truth is this: If I love my neighbor, I'm not going to be trying to cheat him. I'm not going to be trying to steal his wife. I'm not going to try to do his family any injustice or anything like that because I love him mm -hmm. or I love her or what, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's why the, everything that was spelled out in the law is fulfilled in that. You know, Jesus gave, what, two commands? Two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And your love neighbor, your neighbor yourself. as yourself. In that, all the law is But you fulfilled. know, when he gave that, actually somebody came up one day to try to trick him, and they said, you know, master or rabbi, they called him this. Tell us what is the most important. Actually, he was going back to the commands. What's the, the most important commandment. command? You know, and Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. And then he says, and the second is likened to that love your neighbor as yourself. So he made a distinction in saying, you can't do one without doing the other. Because if you love the Lord, with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, 
you will love your neighbor. That's right. You will love your neighbor. So today, let's focus on that. Let's let's talk about, I mean, we're going to kind of go on down in this, but let's think about that. Don't go back to any of your past. You're free in Christ, and we're building and developing the character of Christ in our lives. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow, go a little further with it. Have a blessed day.